Hey guys, you're listening to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast recapping, researching, and respecting all things Bachelor Nation. Bachelor Nation, welcome to paradise. (laughs) Um, Officially, officially welcome. We are back, baby. We are back. We are sad. We're confused. (laughs) And confused. Um, But we're going to cover it all. So we had a part one on Monday night and a part two on Tuesday. And I think we're going to cover Carly and Evan's wedding first. Yeah, there's there's not too much meat on that bone. So if we just filter through that fast, then we can get into the real the real juice that is paradise. Let's introduce our guest. Oh, man, <laughs> I am so beyond thrilled for our guest today. You guys know her. You, you know love her. her. <laughs> you love her. Uh uh, with us today is my best friend in the entire world who's visiting me this week, Christine File. You guys recognize me from my blog and my <laughs> podcast. You guys can find her on Zanga. Okay, I have neither. Hello, happy to be here. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being here. Thanks for flying in for this. Yeah, solely for this, and then I'm flying out tonight on a red eye. Yes, yeah. so she, excited to be here. Mm-hmm. She got off the plane. Uh, she watched four hours of television and <laughs> now we're going to be talking about it and then she'll go back. <laughs> um, I love it. Let's get it. Well, Let's- can I ask Christine, do you have any history with the franchise at all? Of course I do. Okay. Break it down. And I feel, yeah. And I feel like we've been preparing for this since high school. I think sure. people should know that we've known each other since high school. And that's yes. important to know. Should we tell them how we met? Remind me. <laughs> I remember how I met Christine. Um, I had never talked to Christine. Uh, and then sophomore year, uh, my parents were like, oh, you should have. There was like a winter formal. We went to an all girls school and they were like, we'll have anybody over for the winter formal. And I don't know my for whatever reason, it just sort of became my house was anyone who didn't have like a limo or like a party a to friend. go to or a friend. Like everyone <laughs> kind of came to my house, which, by the way, always end up being the most fun. It's like paradise. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's, the people, it's, it's a like, perfect like, allegory like for paradise. That lost. Yeah. Um, and so Christine, after never speaking to her, came up to me and she was like, Alex, I'm so excited for your party. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, of course. I can't wait to see you. <laughs> and then I think she slept over that night. Yeah. And I literally think we've been like best friends since that day. <laughs> I went into I don't know if it was after that dance or another dance, but I met you when you were sleeping over our house. And I like went upstairs to like whatever meet Alex's friend. And you were you had just bought like a skirt, and you were like, "I love it. I wear it every day. It's my only skirt." <laughs> what I'm wearing now is my only shirt. <laughs> hey, when you find something that works for you, like why? Yeah, you're why right. do you need to switch it up? Right. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, my introduction to The Bachelor was through you, Alex, of course, <laughs> when I was visiting, I think, two, a year ago. It was a year ago. This It was November last year. Was it? I thought it was like two years ago because we watched Caitlyn's season. God, time flies. Okay. So, yeah. So, two uh-huh. years ago. Yeah. Um, wow. I've been basing a lot of past decisions in my life thinking that was a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been basing a lot of recent decisions on my year ago trip to LA and now. Okay. I thought you were realizing it was, realizing that was two years two ago. Two years ago. So, I'm missing a whole year of... Okay. But anyway... We, you, I remember coming, I remember getting in on the flight and coming into your place and I was so excited for just like a week of drinking and hanging out and then you said, well, I'm going to need to take like two hours tonight and watch The Bachelor and I was mm-hmm. like, no, uh. <laughs> and then of course, like it was on, it was Caitlyn's season and I think I was just leaving the shower and I towards the bedroom and just walked past the TV and my towel and just caught a glimpse mm-hmm. and then just sat there in my towel for two hours and couldn't, <laughs> and couldn't look away and then we watched uh-huh. Caitlyn's season together and had so much fun yeah and uh yeah and now now I get it I'm in I'm she's in she's in is this your first paradise this is my first paradise uh. and I, I'm not I don't think I will watch it all the way through <laughs> <laughs> I know the players and now I'll listen to the podcast and it's 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 funnier okay way. okay great I love it well we're so happy to have you here um, are we ready to talk about Carly and Evan's wedding? Yeah. I, yes. I ultimately was bored, but I <laughs> always get bored during like the happy times on the show. Well, and they also go, they spend the time going over all the other previous couples that are super happy with each other. Christine, <laughs> as we were watching and they were going through the montage of like Trista and Ryan, Molly and Jason, JP and Ashley. She was just like, are all these people still together? And I was like, yeah, every single one. She was like, wow. And she was just like, do couples from the franchise ever break up? <laughs> Christy, there's one like 40. <laughs> I was like, wow, they really did do a good job of like front loading. Yeah. Like the five that actually worked. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you guys thought it was sweet. I went to go do my hair and what? Well, Cause I had already seen the wedding and you guys were watching and you were like, when I walked out, you were both like, this is really sweet. There were some, I think it was, it was really sweet. I thought Carly looked amazing. She looked so good. They truly do seem into each other despite um, Evan oh, being kind of gross. <laughs> but we, there were just some fun observations that we recognized through the crowd that we thought really <laughs> yes go over that just captured okay so i wrote down there were a lot of like inside jokes um in the vows that were based on mm. previous seasons like carly and evan can you believe that we're even here like carly and evan because their relationship was so trepidatious in the beginning she literally told him i only like you as a friend yes and then he faked his own death <laughs> to try to win her back and it worked yeah that's so weird to me. Well, we can talk about it, but like, and then they cut back to Vanessa and Vanessa was like laughing at the joke. And I was like, she doesn't even go to this school. And, like, and trying to make eye contact with Nick to share a moment and Nick's avoiding it. <laughs> Nick was in the minds that Alex had. He was like, Vanessa, stop acting like you get this joke. I was actually there. I was in paradise when this happened. <laughs> it's so true. He looked so miserable. Nick looked like he wanted to kill himself Guys, that entire Nick uh, wedding. Nick always looks sad recently the last few times i've seen him on screen he hasn't looked good 
we, I guess the polished <laughs> gent isn't taking off the way oh, he thought. Oh, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's because they the Instagram is like pictures of Marilyn Monroe. Like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't get your branding. I don't really understand what you're selling. I go onto your website and I'm like, it's what do I do? How do we I don't even know out? what's in the box? They don't even show you what's in the in the freaking box. You don't know. Ugh. Anyway, okay, uh, let's move on. Okay. There was clearly nothing there. But then, <laughs> also Julia. <laughs> All the cut twos to Julia. Yeah. Like she just looked like she was struggling real hard to like keep her eyes open. <laughs> she, she was on the head. She was one that you thought looked lost. <laughs> <laughs> that poor girl. Her head was looked like it was going to topple over from the weight. Of she was like, cow. I don't know what the shaman did, but I liked it. <laughs> she was just looked so top heavy. She looks like it was just going to fall. <laughs> She's struggling with every ounce. She to was keep Chris upright. Soul's season. Uh yeah. Oh, that's how they met. Yeah, okay. she decided to tell him at a pool party that her husband died. Yes. And I think Chris was like, "Let's just keep things light. We're at a pool party." <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. Anyway, um, they got married, and we're happy for them. Sure. Oh, they got married. You watched the wedding. Good to know. Up to speed. <laughs> they got married and she's pregnant now. Awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah. so happy. Yeah. Oh, the cool thing about that was that she had endometriosis, so yeah. she didn't think that she could get pregnant. Oh, I thought you were talking about someone else. Okay. Up to speed. I'm up back. to speed. Up I'm to back. speed. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Much like, like that's literally, we're recapping no, their I'm wedding. Back. I'm back. I thought you were talking <laughs> We're back. Much like Paradise is back. So let's get into Paradise. Okay. We cut to... In open beach, Chris Harrison is walking barefoot in the sand. Chris Harrison is <laughs> present. Like, uh, he is in he paradise. He handled that very well, and I think it's clear that Chris Harrison needs to be the new White House press secretary. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. <laughs> you mean he handled, like, the opening shot really well, or, like, the talk with the, <laughs> the, the, talk with the panel of experts? He could, he could stick to the script and to the bullet points. <laughs> And handle yeah. it really well. Well, he's a professional. He's been doing this for a long time. He's yeah. been preparing. I mean, for he this said, for about "Oh my god!" Years. He was like, "Thank fucking god, a scandal has broken, so <laughs> I can show my true colors." I'm right. Finally needed. Listen, guys, this was really hard on people, including myself. Yeah, yeah. He's like that certificate in critical conversations has he finally did. paid off. In critical, he did. He was like, "Let's talk about how this." Um, how the alleged rape affected us. <laughs> yeah, that's really what this is all about. I feel like we're Ugh. the real heroes of this operation. Yeah. Barf. Well, all right, let's say who's there and then we can get into his yeah. really smart discussion. Okay, so we got we got Queen Bee Raven. Yeah. We've got Dean. Um, we got Christina. Danielle M. Who looks amazing. She looks fab. She is so gorgeous. Yeah. Ben uh, Z. Yep. Iggy. Ugh. So sweaty. Just so sweaty. Um, Jack Stone. And Jasmine. Yes. Who might actually be a really good compliment because Jasmine likes choking and uh, Jack Stone might be a serial killer. <laughs> He his interview when he came on, he's like, I haven't killed anybody yet. <laughs> Great. Cool. Um, OK, uh, Alexis. Yeah. Demario. Uh, De- I wrote down Derek Krasinski. I guess Derek. Yeah, Derek. <laughs> um, 
Alex. Both Derek and Alex are from Raven season. Uh, I'm so sorry, JoJo season. Tiny little Alex uh, and uh, Corinne, yeah. who comes in with two champagne glasses. So I guess let's just start talking about Corinne right off the bat because she comes in with like two champagne glasses. She hands Chris a champagne glass. She says, this is for you. This season is all about her best self. Um, she's not going to go after the first guy that comes after her. Yeah. If you want this, you're going to have to work real hard. That was like her beginning statement, which got me a little upset that they showed her beginning statement because it felt like they were giving her a little bit of the lace edit from last season. Yeah. When uh, lace like clearly liked hitting the bottle, said that she was over it and then had like a drunk montage her first day. Yeah. So I thought they were setting up Christi- uh, Corinne to fail a little bit at the top given yeah. what's about to happen. I think we all kind of expected this first episode to go how it did. Like mm-hmm. they didn't they they didn't really show Corinne being like all over a bunch of guys or anything, but like they showed her drinking a lot. They showed her really flirting with Demario. It was like as to be expected, like they were just covering their asses pretty much. Yeah, I didn't necessarily think like I was sort of afraid outside of the beginning her like beginning statements. I was slightly afraid that they were going to make her look foolish, but I guess it would have gone against it would have made them look worse had they shown Corinne looking foolish because yeah. they wanted her to appear as sober as possible they they had yeah uh, like they gave both Demario and Corinne good edits like they they mm-hmm. didn't make either one of them look bad yeah. yeah to the point where we saw we saw the alleged pool incident I was actually surprised that it took place during the day I just assumed in my brain that it had happened at night so yeah. Alex is like uh, giving his ITM. <laughs> poor Alex. Can't. And then decided, no, 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 not poor Alex. He yeah. literally was like, oh, normally I wouldn't stay and watch people hook up, but we're in paradise. So why not? It was uh, gross. Yeah, it was a little weird. <laughs> um, I was just more surprised to have seen that it took place during the day. And right. really all we do is see them jump in the pool. Corinne is fully clothed and we see them laughing and talking to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the episode kind of just moves on. Yeah, they don't touch on Dur- Corinne or Demario like at all, which no. makes it seem like they didn't even really, they weren't even really filming them a lot. No, it, well, I mean, it means that they ch- chose not to show right. us what happened because we we didn't we saw Demario pick her up, we saw him blowing his whistle, but we didn't even ever see them kiss. Yeah, we just saw them the next morning. They were at the bar and it sounded like he like they were just kind of like, I don't know. It, they, they had some sort of quick discussion and then she was like, yeah, we're cool. We're homies. And then they fist bumped and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So and then I, the episode literally just like breezes past it. It yeah. didn't even seem like a moment. They didn't make it a moment. Yeah. Um. And then. That we see Raven go on a date with Robbie. Yeah, they go uh, on jet skis. And then she comes back and she's like, Ugh. Chris, Christine, can you, what are your thoughts on Robbie's hair? I was just going to say, can you tell me who Robbie is? <laughs> Robbie is the social media influencer. Yeah, correct? yes. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, I checked out. Who is he influencing? Because all he does is just retweet and respond to people and say, thank you. (laughs) I know. Well, they're all technically influencers. And I don't. Can we go back to the hair? Yes. And yes. Thank you, Sarah. They're all influencers. As am I. 
out there if you're wondering by that death check <laughs> out her zanga <laughs> you guys this is hot stuff hot off of 2005 good shit in there yeah just look me up on friendster <laughs> um <laughs> his hair and i know i because i looked into this today yeah uh in the airport because I saw that he was a social media influencer and I was trying to prepare for this. Mm-hmm. And so I looked up to see what his credentials were and it was all just all about the hair. And I, I, I don't like his hair at all. His hair looks like when I try to do a poof mm-hmm. and the poof is not cooperating. Yes. That's what his hair yeah, looks like. I don't think anybody does like it. Like Raven was even like when she was like, Oh my God, the hair I can't. <laughs> I like, yeah, nobody likes it. I'm Except glad- freaking Amanda. Well, of we don't. She does. We don't even know that yet. Oh, they alleged like allude to them yeah. hooking up. Yeah, but I will say, like I, I always on JoJo's season thought that Robbie was so cheesy, and I was like, why is he pinned up as this like hottie with a body? And that I, the, he gives me nothing. Yeah. I don't. I'm not, I'm not getting anything from him. And so it's sort of refreshing to see the cast be like, oh yeah, no, he's cheesy. Like it's it's nice to watch them acknowledge. To watch other people see it too, because because uh, I like really loved him. Yeah, and it was weird. Um, okay. Do you know those people on like Facebook or Instagram and they'll post a picture and it's a flattering picture? Yeah. Yeah. And then people write comments say, oh my gosh, you're so cute. Yeah. Yeah. And then the people who say. Thank you. That's, that's what, Robbie. That's uh-huh. all he does. That's our little sister too, who's also kind of an influencer. <laughs> she just posts like hot pics, and then all of her girlfriends are like, "You're gorge. Literally, kill me because I'll never be as pretty as you." And then she's just like, "Thank." <laughs> Stop being goals at Grace yeah. Frank. <laughs> Thank you. Everyone, follow Thanks. our sister on Instagram. <laughs> it's private. Uh, yeah, you couldn't even if you wanted to. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of Robbie. Who had the other date? Oh, Dean and Christina. So Dean and Christina. Let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, okay. So <laughs> Dean pulls Christina aside because he wants to talk to her because he thinks that they have similar backgrounds. Dean's because oh, his, that's right. his mother passed away and he was abandoned by his father Christina because she was a hungry orphan in Russia who was kicked out when she was five uh, and ate lipstick very out of similar, necessity. Very similar. And then background. Uh, <laughs> and uh, not to diminish Dean's story. No, 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 no. no. Like of they, course, it was just kind of crazy to hear <laughs> Dean be like, I just feel like we come from the same place. And I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, Dean, you at least had a roof. <laughs> like your dad wasn't there. Like you're childhood was devastating we wouldn't want to wish that upon anybody but like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you had a bed (laughs) (laughs) yeah you weren't like it wasn't either like oh i have to stay in russia like either i maintain my relationship with my sister and i stay with her in russia and become a prostitute or i am not a prostitute (laughs) and i have a life with a family who like loves me and I leave my sister. Like I can't even so I yeah. Her story is like it's just so insane. But they end up hitting it off and I gotta say it was really cute watching her get so giddy. I love Christina. Yeah. She is so cute. Yeah, and we were saying like she's gorgeous, but she's also like a normal person. Yes. She's not this like dolled up like yes. Barbie. She's just normal. And so cute and fun and like 
it just intelligent. <laughs> yeah. She and she was funny and so, like when they uh yeah, those like silly. those candid moments where they cut to her joking around, she's just got a really good sense of humor. It was so funny when she asked Dean to do his belly dance. <laughs> <laughs> the intimate moment, you know. Like, <laughs> the intimate moment. They're just Third sitting. Face. They're sitting on a couch and she's like do your belly dance and he just does body rolls and for the record Sarah and I both laughed at that being ridiculous and Alex goes oh gosh that is truly an intimate (laughs) no I know that's intimate (laughs) I think it's intimate because when you're in a serious relationship with somebody that is like the only context in which you could ask them to do like a belly dance while you balance a glass of water on their stomach I feel like I did that to people in college (laughs) Like you could do that to someone that in a movie theater. Lit- <laughs> <laughs> to the guy sitting two seats over. Hey, I saw you doing this earlier. Can you do that belly dance? Yeah, do it again. This time with my Coke cup on your belly. <laughs> so, so when production shut down for Corinne and Demario, they uh, Dean went back to Kentucky with Christina, and mm-hmm. they had like a little road trip, and it sounded like they had a great time. And they came back, and Christina, in Christina's mind, she was like great this is gonna like hopefully we'll explore this and this will mm-hmm. like turn into something and dean came back being like if someone else else asked you on a date you should go and which by the way is fine oh yeah christine you <laughs> liked that i sorry to interrupt you but no. i thought that was i thought that was Thank so please. mature and wonderful and fine why why should if he's confident in their relationship then he shouldn't be afraid of her going on other dates. I totally agree, but it seemed like it was more coming from a place like, (laughs) I'm not really into this anymore. Right. I agreed until he picked a fight with her out of thin air. Yes. It was over nothing. nothing. Yeah. I was just like, wait, why are you being so mean to her? You're talking in generalizations. Like It was like, again, it was like the Brian idiom trick. It was just like, wait, what are you talking about? Why are you mad at her? And she was like, I just want you to like talk to me and he goes I am talking to you like no you weren't like you're speaking words but you're not like talking yeah, he was like I am talking to you but what am I <laughs> That's, like that is it in a nutshell he was being such a jerk to her and I just couldn't understand where it was coming from and the only thing that I can pull from is we know that he hooks up with Danielle Lombardo and D-Lo. D-Lo in a future episode. So when they had that time off, did Danielle slide into his DMs and be like, bitch, I'm coming. Hell yeah. And so he was like, oh, fuck. Well, you're hot as balls. So I got to figure out like I have to like somehow find a way to end this relationship before you get here. Yeah. Do you think he should have just been honest and said, but he couldn't. He couldn't for the sake of the show. He, he sh- couldn't share unknown information right like yeah no he he yeah. wouldn't have been so he to. was trying to protect her he was trying to let her down easy he was uh, pulling a um uh what's the movie harry well harry met sally no. beauty and the beast which i no, just watched no, no. and the beast is the hottest no. person i've ever seen in my no, life guys no when when <laughs> they have to send the the, oh, the the like bigfoot back into the forest i know this this movie has been it's a it's a classic movie and it's been referenced on our podcast it's with john lithgow Say like anything. Harry, Harry and the Hamlins. Yeah, it's something like it's that. Not that. It's, it's not, not Harry that. It's not that, but it's something like it. And it's a classic film Alex and I have not seen. <laughs> and every time we have a guest on our episode, they're like, it's like the Harry and the Hamlins. 
movie or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> but that is what Dean is doing. What he could have done was, Christine, I don't see this going anywhere anymore. We should not continue. Or he shouldn't have gone back to Kentucky with her. Or he shouldn't have come back to paradise. Yeah. I was honestly shocked that every single one of them came back. Obviously, other than Corinne Demario, but I was like uh-huh. in shock. Why that they get to go on a beach for eight? How many weeks? Eight well, days. But did you hear Diggy? Who do we know who wouldn't do that but, <laughs> under any circumstances? But Diggy was like, I almost got fired, and clearly that doesn't even stop people. So <laughs> your social media influence goes up like crazy. And obviously, these are influencers. Guys, I don't think yes. Diggy's as much of an influencer as like a lot of them. Oh, I can see Diggy's got like a lot dates. of go undies. Well, he <laughs> should. He should sell go undies and he should literally be the newest spokesperson for Warby Parker. Yes. He should be their model. He's gorgeous. So cute. And he obviously loves glasses and it's like his thing. <laughs> I'm upset oh. that he's not. Like, be a model. You should be. I Would love you him. guys go on Bachelor in Paradise if your job was in Jeopardy? Yeah, because... Yes. Okay, would you, Alex? <laughs> if my job was in Jeopardy? No. Oh. Okay. All right. For the record, <laughs> I, hope, I hope literally no one from work is listening to this. <laughs> I feel like you're saying that, but you're winking. Like... I know I would know well first of all I just cannot picture myself in that kind of environment I, I would I would be the lacy mark of the episode yeah. Yeah. I would kill in paradise I feel like I would be the wells of paradise yes wells yeah. they uh uh Jorge world's most popular bartender is starting his own business and so they brought wells on and I feel like I would be wells mm-hmm. well wells definitely has the best job in paradise yeah for sure or Maybe I'd be Raven. Queen B Raven. <laughs> Queen B Raven? I'd probably be like Jasmine, actually. That's probably what I'd I like wanna be Wells. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so can we sort of break down what has gone down and then we can yeah. talk about the scandal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh they all get back and everybody kind of does a temperature check. We're obvi- we're obviously all caught up on Dean and Christina. That was just well once we get on the Dean and Christina train, we just can't get off of it. It's hard. Um, so everybody's debriefing on all of the relationships that they left back in paradise. So we start with Jack Stone and Danielle. Uh, uh, <laughs> does anybody else think Jack Stone is a fake name? Yeah. Like it feels <laughs> like. So this is the yeah. like everyone thinks he's like a legit serial killer and Jack Stone's his fake name. I, right. Because it was like an 80s TV show or something. Yeah. So yeah. he was like, Jack Stone is normal. <laughs> look, looking at this. We are we are fans of Jack Stone. I, like Jack Stone actually has a sad story. His mother passed away. Oh, no, cancer. I, yeah, I do. Like I like Jack Stone a lot. I think Jack Stone's a great energy. He's such a positive person. I get he's a little socially awkward, but like so like if we're talking about Danielle, like so is Danielle. She's a little socially awkward, but she's so smoking hot that people don't care. Nobody's well, True everyone fact. does seem to. OK, but uh, going back to Jack Stone and his energy, I just think it. I what I, I always go back to the way that he like responds to people. So people will talk about their trials and tribulations and he'll just he'll react in a way that he heard like something like their dog died or something. So. <laughs> So Amanda was like, I got rejected on the celebrity dating app. And Jack Stone was like, no. <laughs> That's the guy you want around all the time. Yeah. You want him to react like that to every problem that you have. 
Okay. That is what every girl is looking for. Yeah. Not like, well, maybe. Maybe if you had done something differently, maybe you would have gotten rejected. Or like, you don't want to be on the like the celebrity app anyway. You're so much better than that. Like, no, we want mm-hmm. men to react the way Jack Stone reacts. Yes. Good, good point. Yeah. We want to feel heard. Yeah. Don't fix our problems. Don't. Just make it feel like the world. It's the biggest is, it's problem. It's the world's problem. Yes. Uh, so Dan- so Danielle thinks that Jack Stone is the person she should be with on paper, but not necessarily in real life. Because he has a job, which is fair. <laughs> it's that she thinks that she should be with him because he has a job? Yeah. Okay. Um, but there's not much to report on that. Uh, next, we have the love triangle, love triangle between Raven, Robbie, and Benzie. Yeah, so Robbie and Raven went on a date. She didn't like him. And then she was like, I like Ben Z. I'm probably going to give him my rose. Wait, can I just say, I think it's really funny that all of the women are saying my rose instead of the rose because it sounds like on Friends when she's like, give him my flower. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were all like, I'm going to give him my rose. And I'm like, oh, this sounds sexual. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Wow. I <laughs> yeah. wonder if that's why they gave the women the. The roses Interesting. first. Interesting. Or because it would just be awful if they gave the men the roses. The it first would. Time. I, I think it would <laughs> be too. This is the first time they've given the men, the, or the women, the roses. Oh, normally first. it's men? Well, yeah. and they treated Why? it like it was a huge feminist step. Oh, like, God. you guys, ladies get the roses. Look how progressive oh, we are. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Got it. All right. I'm up to speed again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I did think that was funny with Raven, Robbie, and Ben Z was she was just like, yeah. Both of them hit me up during the break, and I ghosted both of them. I know it was <laughs> and amazing. Then he listened, it was like, "You go, girl. That's my girl." Alexis. <laughs> yes. And when Amanda was like, um, she was like, "I don't think I want to give Alex my rose, but I feel bad." Alexa goes, "You're here for yourself. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares?" <laughs> uh, she's amazing. I can't wait to see what she ends up with. She reminds me of um, she reminds me of Fred Armisen's impression of Joy Behar. On the view. <laughs> That's what she does. Who cares? That is so accurate. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's so right. She's awesome. So yeah. So that goes. So Alex and Amanda. Oh yeah. So this is a this is an interesting one that we can unpack a little bit. Yeah. Amanda prior to the break told Alex that she was going to give him her rose. <laughs> And then they went away for two weeks. Yeah. And she came back not really feeling like she wanted to give him a rose. And he chased her around for 24 hours. <laughs> he, he pulled a jasmine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was so funny. And then she like, he's like, I just don't get it. And he went up to Raven for advice because she's Queen Bee. And he was like, Raven, I need advice. And she was like, be more specific. And he was like. Advice on Amanda. And she goes, oh, yeah, I think you should move on from Amanda. <laughs> and this is after Danielle M. was like, "You, I think that you're coming off too strong with Amanda. Yeah. yeah. Multiple people. And then he's like, these girls help me out. I know what to do. Go harder. <laughs> and then when she rejected him, she, he was like, wow, I guess a nice guy. I guess it was a wrong choice to be a nice guy. And I was just like, and it like completely set me off because I was just like, okay, Nice guy doesn't equal desperation. Right. You you had the right. His reaction was that, oh, I, I gave her my all and I was extremely vulnerable and I chased her down at every second, aka desperate. And she rejected me. So that means, oh, those people were right all along. I have to be a total butthole to get a girl. Right. When and I, you made yeah. the great point of 
men make the assumption, the incorrect assumption that desperate equals being nice and gentlemanly. And that is not the case at all. It's, it's not, that does not, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, uh, it's a false equivalency. It's not chivalrous at all to act desperate. And I also think this sort of falls in line with consent because when people are sort of giving you the cues that they don't want to progress forward and you still move forward despite uh, them giving you the no sign, like that is, that's an aggressive act. That's not a kind act. That's a really good point. Yeah, that's actually an excellent point. Masquerading as chivalry, kind of persistent, insistent persistence is, is what's going to turn a woman off because that's actually truly, I don't want to say aggression, but, but it's unwanted. Yeah. I don't think it was wearing somebody down. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right. 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 Is not right. how I, I believe true love to be for. Right. And at the very <laughs> least, if, if it's not, if it's not a malicious, which it's usually not, but at, at, at best, it's just like, it's not attractive. <laughs> so it's not going to get you what you're going for. Oh, so we don't think that Amanda is going to be giving her rose to Alex. She seems since Ben Z has since Raven is lean leaning towards Ben Z. Amanda and Robbie seem to be hitting it off. Yeah, it's probably going to happen. Wait, so can we move? Can we talk about Lacey? Because I think that she has like the best perspective on this. Yes, she's the. Yeah. So because so Lacey had to leave. Um, during the initial filming because her grandfather died. It was really sad. They were really close. Um, so because it got production got halted, she was able to return back. Um, so she's like, I feel really behind because everyone else had all this extra time together. And she's like, I don't know who to give my rose to. And like, even if I give someone a platonic rose, it ultimately screws me over because then next week, no one's going to give me mm. their. So I'm like saving someone just to get sent mm. home or whatever. And she's talking about, she's like, I'm going around talking to all the guys. And she's like, they don't want to fucking date me. The guys that are just left over are just looking to get a rose so they can stay here and drink. And I feel like because it's the first week, because a lot more people are coming on, like more girls, more guys, everyone's coming on. And like, she's right. Like people are literally just trying to stay alive right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she wants it to be she wants it to be about finding a connection. With that said, she's wearing her insecurity a little too hard on her face right now. Yeah, she needs to chill out and stop being <laughs> like, "I'm the bottom of the totem pole." Like, yeah. that's also speaking to the Alex thing. That's also not attractive. No, yeah, no, you're right. Um, but speaking of, <laughs> if we're if we're talking about aggressive behavior, yeah, let's get to it. Uh, Jasmine and Matt. Went on a uh, a date at a drag show, and Matt was a really good sport, and he dressed up, and it seemed like they were really hitting it off. Which, by the way, I was attracted to Matt dressed as a woman. Yeah, I thought he was very he was pretty. gorge. They go away. Jasmine was notoriously vocal during this break with the media. She was just like, "I came to paradise to find love, and I have." And that was after spending like a day with Matt. So he mm. came back and was just <laughs> like, "Oh, I don't know that I'm in the same place as you." And Christine, you had some good insights Remind while watching me. the Jasmine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, you were just—you said she was giving her power away. She, she shows she thank too many you. cards. Showed, she shows card. all our cards yeah. every time. She was on Nick seasons, right? Nick season, right? Yes. Yeah. And she did the same thing right yeah. away. You're the one I want. I love you. I'm here for you. Whatever you and need. And was like, "Why aren't you talking to me? This is annoying." Right? Like, yes. 
I need I constantly need your attention and it's such a shame because she's so cool and she's so attractive I'm just like I don't know I'm not gonna tell someone what to do but yeah like I just mm-hmm. feel like she's showing all of her cards yeah well it's like it, the more that you hold you need to not be so available and who is who's the guy that she's courting Matt. Matt. Right. And even she said, she said, I'm going to give my rose to you. And he was like, don't tell me. Now it's not yeah. fun anymore. He said that. The he's chase. Like, I... Now it's over. He's like, now I don't even want it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I think it's so funny what, watching all these people being like, so like, uh, who are you giving me a rose yeah. to? <laughs> yes. And most of the girls are like, so I don't know. Cat. I know. And Jasmine's like, I'll tell everyone. Yeah. She even said to him, she was like, if somebody asked you on a date, it'd be <laughs> and she's like but i know that you're a gentleman and i know that you'd say no he was like oh okay. she's like let me wipe the food off your face <laughs> i know she's acting she's acting like they've been in a relationship she's acting like they went to kentucky together yeah. to like meet family and do belly rolls you're not dean you're and not dean and she's and literally acting. that doesn't even mean what you thought it meant <laughs> so clearly wow. do what, belly what rolls I- even mean anything anymore <laughs> Uh-huh. Good. Thank it used you. to be a sign of commitment. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I don't even know what I believe anymore. <laughs> All right. Let's so the get fi- well, the final. Oh. Derek and Taylor. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. I keep forgetting because I'm bored. Yeah. Can we skip? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we'll they're, <laughs> they're, two, they're two really annoying people who mm-hmm. found love together. And you know what? That's beautiful. Very Let happy. them be in love and like get off the cameras because I'm bored. And I like it. I like that they're happy. Yeah, sure. Um, I just will never (laughs) forgive Taylor um, for being so condescending to to Corinne. Corinne. And I also, when she was talking, and I guess this is like a good segue into Chris Harrison's official talk with everybody about consent and what happened and what didn't happen, as he so put it. Like what consent means and how you're allowed to give it. Ugh, I don't know. I just thought Taylor was kind of smug during that. She was smiling the whole time. I was like, do you love this? Yes. <laughs> oh, right. my God. Okay, so let's get into it. Okay, so Chris Harrison holds a, a town hall meeting um, with the It cast. reminded me of Bible study. Yes. <laughs> and we all had to unanimously agree <laughs> before we can move on. Guys, it was... Uh, well, as you said, Christine, literally you saw the promo for it and it was like Chris Harrison ta- like making like uh, moderating this talk. And you were like, what makes them the expert? <laughs> Why are they like the expert panel on he's, this? Like, And he's listening to everyone. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Diggy, Diggy, the only black man here. Diggy, we haven't heard from Diggy, you yet. Please. Diggy, we need you to speak. We talked about this, Diggy. Like, I... How much more effective would it have been if they had gotten in somebody who was um, like an expert on uh, uh, like sexual assault cases? Oh, my God. Or, uh, um, you know, an expert on wrongfully convicted African-American male cases. Like if, if they had brought in somebody who was who was well read seasoned knew how to talk to people uh in from from an informed point of view like i feel like this could have actually been a meaningful conversation uh but instead it was chris harrison being like guys corinne said she was a victim why did she say that i know it was bad it was rough 
I still don't know what down went, went down because I wasn't there, but it seemed like they were trying to make her look not credible. I mean, at least at least Raven did like having Raven step in at the end and be like, I'm like, I am a victim of an abusive relationship. And mm-hmm. she's like, I would never want this situation to deter women Right. From coming forward. And like it was great that she like that needed to be said. Mm-hmm. But you're so right. It's like ultimately they had good intentions. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, I mean, well, I mean, they were also trying to make sure that they don't get sued. But like uh, the the topic of discussion was like one that people should be having. But it was moderated by, yes, people who don't don't know what they're talking about in a sense like sure they were there but like like to have experts on these situations come in would have been so much more effective yeah and so then chris <laughs> then chris <laughs> after like goading diggy into talking <laughs> was like do you guys think this was about race <laughs> everyone's silent Everyone's looking around and then our hero, (laughs) St. Nicholas, St. Nicholas just steps up and is like, I'll say it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then they don't really have a meaningful conversation. Great. Cut to commercial. Let's move on. Yeah. I guess Diggy had like the only good point from Demario's stance was that this is the long term effects of him being. Uh, accused would uh, deter potential employers from him from having him work at, at right. any of their yeah. places. And, and as we wrap up here, what we should he should what we should all mention also is the potential effect to any employer for anyone for ever being on The Bachelor for any reason. Oh <laughs> like yeah, that's that. a that's a really good one. I know, right? It doesn't matter if you, if you were involved in something nefarious <laughs> I mean just the fact that right you were on a reality TV show might <laughs> potentially affect and Diggy life. spoke to that he was like I almost got fired right yeah. right yeah right, right. I know I don't know how so many of these people take off work I just think that they have to quit their careers you have yeah you have I think to, for the you, most you do a cost part, benefit yeah. analysis you run the numbers poorly and then you and then you decide <laughs> i think diggy is just holding out to be a model guys oh, i love diggy oh i love him he's too. so gorgeous i want him to be a model for glasses so bad okay can we move on to the rest of the episode yeah <laughs> no i think yes. that it's time but so well i'm just gonna say from now on what we know is they can drink two drinks per hour and they have to consent to a producer prior to um any sort consummating of any relation- yeah. their relationship. So we saw that happen with Taylor and Derek. She was like, gonna, I think I'm yeah. going to spend the night with him. They're going to so get verbal every consent, single everybody. person. They're right. going to get I think we all agree is a good camera. idea for all of us yes. to do. Ben Z said, <laughs> yeah, I know. Chris Harrison, how does one <laughs> give consent? <laughs> Taylor's like, well, you say it. <laughs> yeah. You speak. I would say verbal. And Ben Z said, way. and you have to reiterate it throughout. Yeah, which you, I appreciate. Yeah, it. just yes. because somebody said yes initially, much like just because Amanda said she'd give you her rose initially, right? <laughs> doesn't mean she can't change yes. her yes. mind. Yes, it's a metaphor. Uh, that's what I was saying. Alex is a metaphor for consent. Oh, 
Oh, I it hate is. Alex. All right. Okay. All right, guys. Yeah, let's get into the rest of this episode because it's me- it's meaty. <laughs> A lot going on. All right. What else <laughs> do we have to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we did briefly touch on everything. Well, we could. I mean, there's really no- maybe nothing. Right, maybe. But, but <laughs> I spent like a good 20 minutes hating on all of the guys for wearing puka shell necklaces. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. it wasn't until Sarah smartly correct corrected that logistically they're wearing them to hold their mics on. I didn't realize oh. it until the end because I um I was like, they are all wearing necklaces. And then I saw the mics hooked up to them. The wires were coming down from the necklace and the women have bikini tops on so they can right. obviously put it on their bathing suits. Oh, yeah. Fun straight Because if I because I saw every time a guy got in the pool, he wasn't wearing a necklace. Right. Or when he had a shirt on, he yeah. wasn't wearing a necklace anymore all of a sudden. Wow. So this whole episode was just like an experiment or learning. It was a big learning for me. It was a lot of learnings. (laughs) Oh, wait. I know what we need to talk about. Who comes down the steps next week? Someone with terrible shoes. (laughs) I hate those shoes that men wear with with the white shoes, with the white laces, with no socks and their weird calves. I, (laughs) I hate that look. Do you just hate men's calves? No, because the Beast looked, had the best calves. Oh, Christine watched Beating the Beast on the plane on the way here and cannot stop thinking about him. <laughs> Not in human form. Isn't it weird <laughs> like, when you're, like, attracted to that? Like, no, I, it's not weird. I don't see any problem with it. No, but I he was get just, it. He, he was, whoever CGI'd him, they gave him a man's body. They didn't add any Beast features except for the horns. I just added a ton of hair. And I was like, that is the hairiest man I've ever seen in my life. I need him. I want him. And I will break the spell. Oh, yeah. Christina's very upset that Alex shaves his chest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, but, and well he's and he's going to be gone. So, yeah. I'm not going to worry about getting it. sent home. Okay. Yeah. So, who's coming down the steps? Who's getting sent home next week? Uh, Daniel's coming down the steps. Prediction. I think you're right. We'll just because we're sending them back with those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and then who do you think's going home? Uh, St. Nicholas is out of there. <laughs> Alex is out of there. Uh, is Alex in the blue tank? No, Alex is the one that shaves his chest. Who's the guy in the blue tank? That's St. Nicholas. Nicholas. Oh, he's, he's so our, sweet. He's our hero that was like, yes, this is about race. <laughs> but he was also. I just think he was backed into a corner on that one. He was like, uh. he, he was just like, I hate the silence. Yeah, Someone needs to him. speak. <laughs> Fortunately, yes. <laughs> and then everybody was like, thank you. <laughs> Thank like, you. Yeah, was like, they told me after this we'd get our two drink minimum. So I gotta, we gotta wrap it up. <laughs> My two drink. It's two drinks every hour. Oh, it's not two drink maximum. Not two drink minimum. It's not a comedy club. Which, no. if it was two drinks every hour, I would be wasted. Yeah. If I had two drinks every hour the entire day, I would be blacked out. I would be getting there. Taylor, <laughs> Taylor made sure. Alex would be fine. <laughs> Taylor made sure that we all knew that she doesn't drink. Yes, she does not. Nobody on the show has ever asked. Did that surprise us or were we like, oh, no, I mean, we never saw her drinking. But to like to your point or who said it? Someone when she said that she she was. Yeah, Alex, you were like, yeah, well, they don't pressure you because you're already insane. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need alcohol to get any more material out of you. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> That's one last thing I have to do today. <laughs> right. She's saving them a ton of money. <laughs> so I think that Alexis maybe picks 
like Alexis or maybe Danielle M picks Diggy because we know Diggy stays for a bit. Oh, yeah. We see him in future episodes. We see him in future episodes. We don't really see it like. I think Iggy's gone. Though. I think Iggy is gone. Alex is gone. And uh, Nick. Nick. Yeah, I think you're right. Because it, it, it looked like Vinny was kind of hitting it off, too. Was, oh, Vinny. Yeah. Because we here are the women who we don't know who they're going to pick. Uh, Danielle M, Alexis and Lacey. Lacey. These are the three women that we're really not sure who they're. Who Do the women have an option to abstain? To be like, I'm not going to give a rose. No, but that's why some of them were saying, like, I can just give a platonic rose to, like, someone. What if two women want to give the rose to the same person? You, whoever goes first wins. So then the other person has to pick another person. Yeah. But just because you give them a rose doesn't mean, like, it just means you're staying Can you give a rose to Chris Harrison? I don't know, but you know someone's giving a rose to Wells. Or going to try yes! Wells. But Wells is there no matter what, so they shouldn't waste their rose on him. But you should, though, if you don't want to waste a rose on some dude you don't want sticking around who's just using you. That's smart. Yeah. Well, by the way, did Wells and Danielle have a little bit of a moment? So, yeah, because she was like, we both live in Nashville and we hang out all the time. He also posts on Instagram about her a lot. Yeah. They, on National Nurses Day, he wrote like the nicest paragraph about how she was a hero. Okay, we know, that is why they brought Wells on. They brought Wells on because they needed him and Danielle to hook up, but they were like, it's going to be too obvious if we just throw him in the like cast. So we need him to be a bartender to stir up some like, I like that a lot. Crazy stuff. Yeah. I would like to see that unfold. I thought they were really cute. I find Wells so charming. He's charming. He's, He's attractive. She's attractive and like sweet and smart. They're great. He's so, great. Not enough chest hair, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Move, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so some who made the observation that Danielle's kind of awkward around guys? Because all of us. It was Sarah. me. <laughs> Queen B Raven. <laughs> because she is so, to me, she is the biggest catch of the show. Like, she's such a stunner. She has such a good job. She seems so kind. Yeah, but also, like, yes, so kind, but not, like, not to, like, her detriment. Like, she's kind, but, like, she's also fun. You know, sometimes I feel like you're too nice. Like, Kristen was... Like we see her crying like later in the mm-hmm. season. Like I'm just too nice. It backfires. Like Danielle is just like she seems comfortable like with herself. I don't know. Yeah. Like Alex, you know how we're talking about working on asking for what we want? Yeah. <laughs> like today at sushi, you're like, we need the extra bowl for mm-hmm. our empty edamame shells. And I'm like, don't ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> like I maybe da- I think Danielle is like that all the, is like me all the time like never ever ever wants to stir the pot ever yeah and so that almost makes her less engaging as a partner right because she's like oh whatever yeah she's like i'll just go with the flow i don't want to make a fuss i want to sit here and be pretty and be nice yeah. and they're just gonna like me for that i, I don't will, know yeah there was one time where she was trying to talk during the <laughs> uh, during the town hall and then alexis was like yeah because like if like 10 guys sleep with a girl, it doesn't matter. But if a girl does it, it's like so wrong. And Danielle was like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's what Danielle. Right. She's not necessarily like a self-conscious person as much as she is maybe just not as like confrontational or like yes. aggressive. Yes. Yeah. And I think that translates into not being as engaging 
like in conversations or in relationships right because like on paradise when you're literally in the jungle trying to fight each other for love like you had like the ones the big loud ones are the ones who win yeah which is why i'd be amazing (laughs) yeah who knows who's coming down those stairs yeah oh i can't wait for it to be daniel it was so weird that Lacey was like why isn't daniel here and we're like who like wait we all said who's daniel and then the show answered it in the most perfect montage ever <laughs> it was weird that she brought him up like it was literally almost like they were like lacy if you come back we'll bring anybody on the show that you want and she's like great i want daniel and then she showed up and she was like where the fuck is dan <laughs> and it was a yeah it was a montage of him like humping, humping the air <laughs> If, if I'm yeah, ever on this yeah. show and I get an edit, I hope that's my edit. <laughs> I <laughs> if always, I water. I can edit, I hope it's as fun as Daniel's one. I always think that like the people that get the best edits that benefit them are ones that are either like kind of drunk or like goofy or weird because even though like you're sent home early and maybe you're like made to look like, oh, kind of weird or like kind of dumb, ultimately like the fans of the show love you. Yes, that happens every season. Um, okay, anything else we need to touch base on? Stray observations. Oh, get the papers out. <laughs> Everybody look at your papers. Everybody Why do I have Dean hashtag yes? Oh, that's because I appreciated him saying if people want to yes. date other. Yeah, okay. Oh, yes. Should we name our MVPs and our LVPs? Yeah. Um... My MVP is probably Jack Stone because he didn't stir up anything. He was just there and we know he's going forward. And I'm just like appreciative of the people that are like just kind of cruising through this. And then my LVP is probably, I don't know, probably Chris Harrison again. I pick him all the time. You hate him. I'm just over him on this show. We've been with him too long and I'm sick of him trying to conduct these like really serious conversations. We keep seeing it all the time from him and I'm just over it. You are not qualified to talk about. He's arguably the most unqualified. (laughs) And every time we see him with Rachel, with Caitlin, like it's just on paradise. It's just like all he, I'm just sick of him putting himself like as the like, hero of all of this right you're not you're not the protagonist in this story yes um, although who yeah. would we rather have moderating those conversations i want nick vial to be the next Chris well Harrison. no no we don't want nick moderating a conversation <laughs> no, about those sexism conversations. No, no, no no nick would don't. never be able to i just want him to be the next chris harrison because if you really i'm just playing devil's advocate like who, yeah who else really would would do it are you gonna bring in a, a renowned like who's gonna do it dr oz like who <laughs> are you gonna bring in a, a respected counselor no one's gonna do that because they're not they might not want to be associated with the franchise i don't think that's true necessarily because we've we're literally uh, we always plug other people's podcasts but uh like the girls on uh here to make friends did bring on an expert Mm, to talk about this it was so informative it was so informative i stand corrected good i'm glad to hear that yeah yeah well because if you have a chance if you have the platform like bachelor where you know that you're gonna hit a mass audience about and educate them on topics that most of us aren't aware of i mean the rules of consent have changed like the and the climate 
our political climate right now is so polarizing. Like we need somebody True. who can, uh, who is informed on the subject to utilize that uh, platform, that platform yeah. in a way that would benefit a ton a of people, yes. a vast right. audience. Cause you even said Alex, when, when, Harrison asked like um when is it okay to like when is somebody legitimately giving consent is it when they're blacked out and everyone was like no and he was like can you give consent when you're drunk and no one was able to answer people like talked around it but like that is still like it can't like can you like right. is it considered consent if you are in a not the right state of mind. I right. Think the and the, of and the audience never got a clear, they, like, never, they never got no, the they real never language got a, to use. Yeah. Right. Right. right they right. just went to commercial. Cool. Yeah. They just panned out slowly. Like, awkward. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, Christine, do you have an MVP or an LVP? An LVP is least valuable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sports metaphors. Oh, got it. <laughs> Up to speed. We're, come on. This is the first game of the fourth quarter. <laughs> That was why I never laughed hard in the show until <laughs> the men were discussing which sports metaphor was most appropriate for the show. And they were like, wait, what? The first game? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's only the first game. First quarter. Yeah, duh. Obviously. That's what I was going to say. Okay. Um, LVP. Is it too cliche to say Iggy? Only because. No, it's not cliche. Only we LVP him all the time. Only because I. I I trust I trust Lacey and her reaction to him where she was like, can I trust you that you really like me? And you're not just playing me. He was like, yeah, duh, totally love you. And she was like, he's totally shitting me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I trust her. And so he's my LVP for trying to get one over on her. Yeah. And my MVP is the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> He may not have played such a big role in your guys' day, but he did in Christine. For having the best chest hair on my plane ride over here. <laughs> she viewed the episode through the lens of the Beast's chest hair. I did. Right, right. I did. Yeah. I measured every guy to that standard. Exactly. So really, everyone on the show is LVP. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> uh, I think my MVP... If we're talking who who had the most positive impact on this show, like this episode, Wells, because I think mm. his his role there, we saw Christina get upset. Like his role there is to like only make people laugh and yeah. oh, and, and yeah. to provide like empathy during hard times. I felt like he, like his whereas everyone's sort of operating like below zero, like he's kind of on an upswing yeah like he only good. exists to build everybody else up yeah so wells exists as my mvp good uh within the vacuum of this episode i think i'm gonna have to say dean is my lvp because he was i was riding so high on him from rachel's season and i was just so bummed out by the way i know we only saw what we saw mm. but i was really bummed out uh by how he was treating christina yeah picking a fight over nothing out of thin air and then she was like starting to question herself she's like wait is something wrong with me and she's I was like did i rig the election <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i did i don't think so but now i'm just so confused i got a weird call the other day maybe <laughs> so bad for I her no and that's and wells really did a good job of making her feel better yeah, yeah i mean if wells funny doesn't leave jokes. this fucking season engaged i'm gonna freak out him and danielle 
ride or die with them. I know. I can't wait for D'Lo to get here and the pot to just be stirred. No, poor Christina. She's Christina will be fine. She's amazing. She'll be fine. I'm like, I'm not concerned for her. I, ultimately, Dean like is treating her really shitty, but like she, no, amazing. she's great. She's the girl that everyone else is gonna realize is the ho- the hot commodity yeah. in about two weeks. You know, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. when guys like dump girls and then every other guy in her life is like, oh my god, she's like the best. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. All I'm saying is, from day one, I wanted Christina to be with Alex from Rachel's season, I know. and I'm still sour about it. Maybe Alex will show up. No, probably not. <laughs> no, he already said on Ben and Ashley's podcast that he wasn't going. Yeah. All right. Hi, well, Mrs. Franklin. <laughs> That's our mom. Um. Yes, mom. If you haven't turned this off, because I think we might have cursed a couple of times. Um, hi to you. This episode is dedicated to you. <laughs> episode. We'd like to dedicate this first episode of Paradise to our mom. Yeah. Our, mom, our collective mom. Hey, Mrs. File. Who was like, who was like, hi, Mrs. File. I watch the promo <laughs> it was like girls gone wild <laughs> <laughs> it is, she also said that the girl with the long dark hair quote unquote was freaking her out that's raven creepy <laughs> raven i don't know she was in what way freaking. like your mom was like she put a hex on me and the she dog. like literally thought she was a witch davos <laughs> was acting like, weird davos like she just had dark dog. hair and then oh. I was just like, what, was it the Southern girl? She's like, is that what you would call that accent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a, no. <laughs> it was a witch's broom. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, guys, thanks for being here on this lovely Thursday. That's when everyone's is getting it Thursday? This, that's it's, when everyone's getting this episode. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, we really appreciate you. And we hope that you have a great rest of the week. Yeah. Love ya. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be back next week. What's a creative podcast network?